This podcast is proudly presented by the IEA Podcast Network. This episode contains strong language. Listener discretion is advised. A house in the middle of the woods, an interrupted journey, and two lifetimes worth of unspoken truths taking shape. This is more than roses. deliver when you're supposed to. I have to order elsewhere. I was expecting those crates this morning. I was uh, working on my car, and I, um... Bring him around to the other side. But I don't have any crates. You're not from the restaurant supply mobile. No. Up against the house. Whoa, 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 hold on. Get up against the house, now. Next shot won't be up in the air. Okay, okay. Listen, just stay calm. Everything will be all right. I'll let you know whether or not everything will be all right. Spread them. Okay. Now you really seem to know what you're doing with this, with this pat down. Are you a cop? No. All right. So you're not armed? What do you want? A bandage for one. I cut my hand when I was out there working on my car. How did you get back here? But they've been placing the I-65 bridge in Elmore County. The traffic was rerouted, and I was given some crazy directions. By home? An Alabama highway patrolman. I was doing all right until the Winn-Dixie truck I was trailing went its own way. Get off my property. But you don't understand. My front right ball joint is shot. My wheel's about to fall off. Is your husband around? Maybe he knows somebody who can fix my car. You should be blinding me with ass right now. Okay, okay, I'm turning around. I'll say it again. Get the hell off my property. This cut is pretty deep. I don't want it to get infected. Can't you give me a a bandage or something? I'll pay you. Whatever you want. Within reason. Let me see this cut. Let me see your other hand. Okay. What the hell? Did you just handcuff me to the porch? I'll be right back. Oh, God. God, hey, hey, hey! Somebody help! Help! Somebody help me! What's wrong with you? I don't want to die. Help! Stop yelling. Are you crazy? Why you got me locked to the railing? So you don't kill me. I'm not looking to harm you. So you say. What's that? Give me your hand. What, not until you tell me what you're doing. I'm going to seal your cut. Seal it? Without a bandage? That's what these cobwebs are for. 
Look, I ain't down with no voodoo or nothing like that. Are you serious? For all I know, you might be a part of a cult or something. Help me! Somebody help! The harder you pull, the more it'll hurt. Why do you want to kill me? I don't want to kill you. Now let me fix up your hands so you can be on your way. I was a Boy Scout, and the Scoutmaster never said nothing about using cobwebs for first aid. Then your Scoutmaster wasn't worth a damn. Cobwebs can't be sanitary. What's not sanitary is leaving this cut untreated. It looks bad. There ain't no uh, quick care or nothing around here. Do you want your hand to get infected? Okay. Go ahead. Spit on the cut. Oh, shit. This just gets worse. Saliva has healing properties. Says who? Spit, man. <sighs> All right. I'm applying the cobwebs now. Try not to move around too much. How'd you cut your hand? Fooling around under my car. I need to get to a mechanic. Can you give me directions back to Highway 43? Go back the way you came in. That's what I've been trying to do. It feels like I've been driving around in circles all afternoon. Is your GPS broken? I don't have GPS. You're not very bright. Say what? You should at least have a map. I do have a map, but it's not doing any good. The road's down here cut off with no explanation. There's no signs to tell you where you are. Hey, what are you doing? Trying to make the blood coagulate faster. Well, that blowing is making my throat dry. Fear and stupidity is making your throat dry. Could I get some water, please? My water is in short supply. I've been on the road since four this morning. I'm hot and funky. My will's about to fall off. And now you're putting some kind of voodoo curse on me with these cobwebs. A drink of water isn't asking much. Common sense should have told you to stock up with plenty of water before you left. I was right. You aren't very bright. I am so. You don't always have time to think of everything. Huh. You must have been in a rush to get away. Well, as a matter of fact, I was. So you understand? I understand that you don't plan well for road trips. <sighs> Never mind. I just helped myself to your well out there. If I survive this. Drink from that well, you may not survive at all. Groundwater is supposed to be some of the cleanest water there is. Before the chemical company started dumping toxic waste down there, it probably was. <sighs> Miss, I know you got to have something around here to drink. Have a heart. If you had sense enough to ask me politely, I might be moved to oblige you. May I please have something to drink? I sure would appreciate it, ma'am. You said ma'am, but I heard bitch as clear as day. I did not say that. So now I'm a liar, too. What the hell are you looking at? I'm not sure. Well, it's rude to stare. You don't look nearly as old as you sound. <laughs> no, you did not just say that to me. But <laughs> that didn't come out right. Saying the wrong thing can lead you to ruin. Ever heard that expression? Yeah, but apparently it didn't sink in because here I am shackled to a porch. You'll be okay if you act right. A nice cool drink of water would reassure me. <sighs> I'm going to turn around to grab you a water bottle from under the porch. If you try anything, I will shoot you. Mm, that's impressive. You better be talking about my gun. But look, if I gotta die, I'm going out smiling. For the last time, I am not going to kill you. I'm protecting myself. I'm not after you. All I'm trying to do is to get to Dolphin Island. Pucker up. You gonna bottle feed me? If you want this water, I am. Oh, this is some twisted shit. <clears throat> all right, all right. Is that all you're gonna give me? Fine.
What's on Dolphin Island? My new job. <laughs> you don't look like somebody's employee. Well, I will be if I live. It doesn't look like you've done a hard day's work in your life. What? Of course I have. <laughs> Rolling garbage cans out to the curb on trash day doesn't count. For your information, I've just been hired as a place and finish superintendent. Not that I give a damn, but what in the hell is that? I'm an expert in construction. I'll be supervising a floating and finishing crew of 50 men. You see the definition in my, my forearms and biceps? You having a testosterone rush or something? It comes from years of applying just the right amount of pressure to my float and my trial. Not only do you have to have strength in your forearms and biceps, you have to know how to use that strength. I've got a solid reputation in construction, and that reputation reached down hundreds of miles. You know why? Looks like I'm about to find out. Because I made a name for myself. I'm damn good at what I do. And that's why the bat group made me its place in the finish superintendent for their golf division. They know I know my business. Because I am very bright. And starting Monday, I'll be on the first team again. Monday's five days from now. You're early. I'm giving myself time to look around Dolphin Island. I really got to get my ball joint replaced. When did you say your husband's coming in? There's no telling. Here, I'm going to use this piece of quilting to bandage your hand over the cobwebs. Will you free me now? Please. I'm warning you. Don't you try anything. Not a problem. I want to get away from here as fast as possible. I don't even want to leave footprints behind. <sighs> well, I see a therapist in my future. Huh. You're probably long overdue anyway. By the way, where am I? You're in Lower Peachtree. Did you say Lower Peachtree? Yes. Well, how far is it from uh, Highway 43? About 40 miles. 40 miles? And my wheel won't hold out that long. Then you're in bad shape. When it gets dark around here, you can't see your hand in front of your face. Would it be wasting my breath if I asked if there's a motel nearby? You'd be wasting your breath. Or a rooming house. More breath you just wasted. Or a fast food joint or a diner. You'll need oxygen if you keep this up. <sighs> I can't get out of here. Doesn't look like it. What am I supposed to do? I'm in the middle of nowhere. Crash in your car. Sleeping cramped up in all this heat is bad for me. I know from experience. You don't have a choice. I didn't catch your name. I never threw it. I'm Selwyn. Mm-hmm. All right. How much? <laughs> How much what? How much will a change of heart cost me? Look, I don't know where you come from, but... I'm from southwest Detroit, where we cut to the chase. Flashing cash doesn't impress much around these parts. I'm not flashing cash. I'm cutting to the chase. Don't you need that little bit of change to fix your ball joint? Look, my concern right now is meeting your terms within reason. My terms for what? Come on now. Being coy is for high school girls. I think we can agree you passed that. There you go again, ruining yourself. Are you really going to make me beg you? I'm not going to make you do anything. I'm trying to work with you. Work on your bargaining skills. They're lacking. I asked you to name your price. If you were as bright as you claimed to be, you'd ask if there was something around here you could do. <clears throat> Is there something I can do in exchange for a night's worth of room and board? First of all, you're not setting foot in my house. Then where am I supposed to sleep? In your car. It's too hot. Then you'll have to figure something out. I'll just sleep under that tree. That way I might be able to catch a breeze. You can't sleep under that tree. Why not? The tree won't mind. The next time you decide to run away, bring your mama with you. Uh, why you got to put my mama in this? You are a babe in the woods, literally. There are bears out here, man. Bears? Well, you got bears? Yes, and sometimes they take a notion to roam at night. 
You wouldn't leave me out here with the bears. What about your porch? Couldn't I just sleep on the porch? What could I do to you? You got the gun? What will it take to help you reach a decision in my favor? See all that cut wood out there? Those big-ass chunks of wood. We need them stacked into a workable pile next to the shed. Define a workable pile. Make us a pile of wood we can work with. Clear enough. Clear enough. Just let me get my car from the side of the road. Park it in back behind the shed. It'd probably be better if I parked it on the other side of the house. No, it wouldn't. (laughs) Why not? Because I said so. But if I park it... If I were you... I wouldn't press my luck. Yes, ma'am. And I meant ma'am. Be sure not to use your left hand. And food's part of this deal, too, right? Depends on whether or not I'm satisfied with your work. I want that wood stacked before my husband gets in. So, uh, let's put a speed on it. Yes, ma'am. Uh, do you have to follow behind me with that gun? Sure do. (sighs) I wish I could be there, too. I know you'll be beautiful. I better hang up now. Someone may be eavesdropping, you know what I mean? And I love you, too. Bye-bye. <clears throat> you stacked the wood wrong. Obviously, your mind wasn't on your work. You told me to put it in a workable pile. I made two workable piles. You made two lopsided piles. They'll topple over if you pull out one piece. You're probably running your mouth on the phone instead of focusing on what you were doing. I will restack the wood to your satisfaction. And just so you know, nobody's interested in a single word you got to say. I beg your pardon? When you're on the phone, you don't whisper very well. I don't. Nobody was eavesdropping on you. Oh, okay. I appreciate you letting me know you didn't hear what I said. Give me my plate. I shouldn't have fed you. Look, the grub was good. Look. I'm sorry if I disturbed you. When my daughter calls back, I'll be sure to keep my voice down. Tomorrow's her first day of junior high, and she's all in a panic. Here, look. We took this picture last Christmas. (laughs) Isn't she beautiful? I can't wait to start on the house I'm building for. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, what? (laughs) She's tall, just like me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the kids tease her about her height. Well, all girls go through some kind of awkward phase. How long did yours last? Did I say it ended? Look, I've been meaning to ask, why are you wearing a sling? I attacked a nosy trespasser who dared dip into my business. Maybe he was concerned. Maybe he should be more concerned about bathing, which he desperately needs to do. See, a lesser man would be wounded by that cheap shot. You'll have to bathe in a tin tub. A tin tub? I'm sorry, a number two tin tub. You'll be out of sight. Nobody will see you. What if your husband pops up and I'm standing there with all my assets and liabilities exposed? What am I supposed to do then? Smile and shake his hand. Do the same thing if a bear approaches. And here we go again with the bears. Well, they're more afraid of you than you are of them. <laughs> yeah, right. You'll be all right. I'll know what to do if they come. Well, I hope so. Here's your tub. The water's heating. 
What the hell? A touch of deja vu never hurt nobody. Well, it won't be long before my pockets are full again and I'll be building my baby that house. I'm putting both feet in it, too. The master bedroom for Tori, one for me. Tori? And my daughter. There'll be four bathrooms. Two with sunken tubs and two with glass-enclosed showers. Why so many bathrooms? If you had to wash your nuts under drain pipe behind an old suitcase factory, you'd want four bathrooms, too. How does a, 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 what did you say you were? A place and finish superintendent. How does one of those end up washing up behind an old suitcase factory? When he's laid off and homeless and trying to keep up with his child support payments, Miss Payments will make your ex put Johnny Law on your ass with the quickness. Oh, that's why you took off with no water. Mr. Law snapping at your backside. Yeah, my ex wants her seven grand yesterday. So what you're saying is you're on the lamb. No, no. I'm on my way to the opportunity of a lifetime. I get to start over. You don't know what that means to somebody like me. Oh, yes, ma'am. Four bathrooms, one to soak in, one to rinse in, one to sit in, and one to shit in. You paint vivid pictures. Oh, sorry. All right. Let's see how your hand's doing. Hmm. It's not swelling. And it's scabbing. That's good. I may be able to put a regular bandage on it by tomorrow. Cool. You wouldn't happen to have any more of that fried corn hidden away somewhere, would you? <laughs> that was the last of it. <sighs> Too bad. It was pretty good. Ain't nothing like some good down-home cooking. Which surprised me because you're not a down-home woman. I'm not. Mm, I don't believe it comes natural to you. How would you know, Mr. Southwest Detroit? I get the feeling some kind of uh, reinvention took place. Is this another attempt to demonstrate your brightness? See, no real down-home woman would say something like that. Hmm. Well, it appears to be. Now me, I keep it 124-7. You do? I just happen to notice your polish, that's all. I see. I get a, a Spellman girl vibe from you. Now, where in the world did you meet a Spellman girl? You know, once when I was wallowing in the gutter, I had the good fortune of having one step on me. Lucky you. Uh, my sister graduated from Spelman and Mahari. She has her own pediatric dental practice in Atlanta. Impressive. Uh, our sister don't need nobody else blowing smoke up her ass. She thinks too much of herself as it is. It sounds like a case of sour grapes. You should be proud of her. Why? I don't even made a Christmas card anymore. <laughs> you must be the baby. <laughs> How'd you know that? Because you're whining like a spoiled brat. Ah, uh, spoiled brats are the center of attention. I wouldn't even on the radar. My parents were all about putting their money on the winner. If you think you're a loser, then that's nobody's fault but yours. But I really need to get in this tub. You are souring the breeze. All right, all right, you can cancel all that. Can you uh, help me get this shirt off? Hmm. My bandaged hand, remember? <sighs> okay, lean forward. Hold your arms out. <clears throat> um... Be sure to, to soak that funky shirt in your bath water. But you never told me where the car repair is. I need to get my ball joint replaced and be on my way. There's no actual car repair nearby. We can go to the warehouse in the morning and I'll ask about a mechanic. But your job doesn't start until Monday, right? Yeah, yeah, but I want to check out as much of Dolphin Island as I can before I start working. What time is this place open? Whenever the owners get there. I'll set out a washcloth and a towel for you. Thanks. But since you put me through all this hell, 
Can I ask you a question? What is it you want to know now? Your name? My name? How will knowing my name impact your life? I told you mine. That was your choice, uh, uh Samuel. Wait, Samuel? <laughs> Isn't your name Samuel? Wait, it's Selwyn. Selwyn Tate. You see how easy that was? Don't put too much stock in a name. What's the big secret? What terrible thing will happen if you tell me your name? Would it put a crack in the wall? Well, you should be able to relate. You got a crack in your left lower ball joint, and look what happened. It's the right front ball joint. Why, that makes such a big difference. Mm, if you don't tell me your name, I'll be forced to give you one. Be careful with that. Yes. You put me in the mind of a Deborah or a Michelle or maybe even a Carol. Am I close? I don't know. Are you? Are you too mean to be a Cindy or a Dawn? But not too mean to take care of your ashy hand. You out here in the country, so you might have one of them country names like uh, Johnny May, Willie Bale, Otha Lee. Otha Lee? Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't laugh at my grandmama's name. Huh? <laughs> Man, you're not wrapped too tight. Anyway. Your hospitality, such as it is, is much appreciated, Mrs. Kendra. My name is Kendra. Mm. Mrs. Kendra what? Go wash. All right, all right. And I didn't go to Spelman. And where did you go? Bennett. Bennett College. That's in North Carolina, right? Correct. You were in the right neighborhood, but on the wrong street. If you would be so kind, toss to me a bottle of water in a Bennett Bell ladylike manner, please. Oui, monsieur. I'll even throw in a curtsy. <laughs> Satisfied. Uh, stoked. I should be heading down to Dolphin Island soon. No, 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 we're just coming back from, from the store. Me and a friend of mine. Okay. Okay, I will. I love you too. Bye, sweetheart. And where'd you slip off to? If you must know, I had to put away a couple more of those crates from the delivery this morning. Oh, I could have helped you. How many times do I have to tell you I don't Want? want me in your house. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go get my car cleaned up. Do you have some old rags I can use? Oh, uh, I want to show you something first. It's a blouse. What do you think? It's a pretty color, isn't it? Mm, I guess so. It's bright, but not overpowering, and it's the type of blouse you can wear with anything dressy or casual. It'll go nicely with a skirt or suit or jeans. Yeah, you get a lot of mileage out of it. Cool. Well, it's not for me. Then who's it for? Tori. But my Tory? Yes, your Tory. Why? Well, since she, you know, grew up early like I did, I, I thought this would be perfect for her. They, they rarely get any women's clothing of this quality at the warehouse. Well, why don't you want it? Because I thought it would be nice for Tory. <laughs> but you don't even know her. Hell, never mind then. I, don't get mad. I'm not mad. But I just wasn't expecting this. Here, here, let me look at it. It really is nice. Don't patronize me. 
I'm not patronizing you. Tori would like it. Hey, what color is this? Rust or burnt orange. Hang on. Who are you calling? Hey. Hey, it's Daddy again. Can you talk? Oh, okay, I won't keep you. I just want uh, you to say hello to a friend. Because I've been talking so much about you. I, I could talk about you if I want to. You're my kid. I'm proud of you. Now, hold on. Go on, Kendra. Take the phone. I don't think I should. Say hello to my baby. You're right. I don't know, Tori. Introduce yourself. You can tell her about the, the shirt better than I can. It's not a shirt. It's a blouse. See, I don't even know what to call the damn thing. Just talk to her. <sighs> hello? Hi, I I'm Kendra. I I'm good, thank you. How are you? Well, I, I bought a blouse today that I thought you might like. Hey, hey, I'm going to pay the water bill. What? I got to piss. Oh. Well, yeah, I'm back. What's that? Well, I, I, I'm, I'm tall, too. You're 5'7"? I'm 5'11". <laughs> no, your dad didn't tell me to say that. I really am. Oh, Oh, the blouse, well, it's uh, it's like a light orange. Have you ever seen the yolk of a brown egg? Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> you probably wear a lot of jeans, right? What, what's that? Oh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, I I'll let your dad know. Bye. Tori had to hang up. Here's your phone. Why, why, what happened? She just said she had to go and she'll call you back soon. Yeah, her mama must be hovering. Hmm, Tori seems so mature. It was like talking to an adult. Eh, she gives that impression, but she's definitely all kid. You're her father, so you'll always look at her that way. Yeah, she's my baby. Oh, would you mind taking my water and dry ice into the kitchen? <gasps> you allowing me to enter your private domain? Yes. Is your phantom husband inside waiting to kill me? Better him than a bear. Why am I being allowed to enter? I need you to fill my icebox, if you don't mind. How were you filling it before? With difficulty. I don't know about this. What's your issue? You've been kind of harsh with me, so I'm not sure I want to go in your house. Well, I was thinking about making fried corn for dinner, but since you're being so difficult, I'm going to have to throw all <laughs> Well, that worked. So, this is the hallowed sanctuary. How many rooms in this house? Besides this one, two. Three rooms. It feels a lot bigger. There's my icebox. Oh, you, you keep your uh, fridge in another room? I don't have a fridge. This is all you use to keep your food cold? That's it. Why don't you have a refrigerator? I don't have electricity. What? You see any power lines or utility poles outside? My icebox is begging for dry ice, man. <sighs> I don't even know where to... Begin with this ancient thing. Oh, let me help you out. No, 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 no I can figure it out. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't look like you'd have a problem adjusting to this simple life. Well, living like this? Ooh, that ain't happening. But you should see the kitchen I'm putting in my new house. It's going to have one of those islands with the sink and stove in the center and the ovens and the rotisserie in the wall. The stainless steel will be just gleaming everywhere. Well, it sounds expensive. It will be, but Tori loves to cook. 
I'm going to buy a big-ass refrigerator, too. You could set this icebox inside of it. But just think, the bigger the refrigerator, the more space you'll have to fill. The more space you have to fill, the more you have to consume. You're constantly trying to keep up. I'd rather have too much than not enough. Think about what you'll be wasting. Less is more. And I may get a smaller fridge for our media room. That way, me and Tori will have cool, tasty beverages and plenty of mint chocolate chip ice cream within reach. <laughs> Why mint chocolate chip? Ooh, that's our favorite. Whenever I need anything, I just get it from the warehouse. If they don't have what you want, they'll find a way to get it. Like they ordered your ball joint. If I hadn't seen that place, I would never believed it. Shit stacked and hanging everywhere. But the people around here, they have a weird kind of rhythm. Well, that goes for every place that's new to you. You have to adjust. You have to give it a chance. Mm, I seriously doubt I could adjust to this. I'm getting tired of you putting my home down. I'm not putting it down. It's just not for me. Don't think for a minute that the people on Dolphin Island won't have a weird kind of rhythm. Where are you from, Kendra? Where am I from? I'm from the depths. And where is that exactly? I'm here now. Then how'd you end up here? By chance. Mm, by chance? Yes, but I don't want to go into it. Why not? It's just the two of us. <sighs> what, what? What's with that look? Come on now, we ain't got nothing but time. There was an old gas station out on Highway 43, and I stopped to fill up. I must have been looking done in because this old woman just stood there with a grocery bag, smiling at me while I pumped my gas. <laughs> she was showing you some uh, Southern hospitality. I tried my best to ignore her. When I reached to hang up the nozzle, a jagged piece of metal cut my hand. Oh, the blood started running and she darted away. Next thing I knew, she came back with cobwebs and fixed my cut. So that's where the cobwebs come from. That's where they come from. So who was this woman? Well, she didn't tell me her name. Not at first. And it must be a lower peach tree thing. <laughs> she was so tiny. She came up just past my waist. I would look her in the eye, so she touched my arm like, like this. And then she asked me what was wrong, and all I could do was cry. That's how I got here. So who is this mystery woman? Miss Liza. I know I'd be a fool to ask what it was you were holding in. Turns out you're bright after all. One thing you are is consistent. I'll tell you, like Miss Liza used to tell me. Child, it'll reveal itself in time. <laughs> this was her house. Oh, no shit. Used to be a dog trot. Know what a dog trot is? No. It's a house in two sections connected by an open breezeway. Can you see it? Not really. Okay. You have a house in two sections. From the outside, the two sections look identical. But in one section is the sitting room, bedrooms, etc. In the other section is the kitchen and the dining area. Why not just have everything together? Back when it was built, you had to take the hot weather and possibility of a fire in the kitchen into consideration. Mm -hmm, I'm with you. The breezeway in between the two sections was where you could sit and literally try to catch a breeze. Oh, you pretty bright yourself. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> as sick as she was... Miss Liza wouldn't rest until we enclosed the breezeway. She said she wanted it enclosed for me. Why for you? She said she wanted me to be ready. For what? I'll tell you, like she told me. It'll, It'll reveal, reveal itself, itself in time. time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Have a seat. I need to look at your hand. 
This looks good. We can head out. Head out where? To catch our dinner. What, are we going fishing? Something like that. I don't like the gleam in your eye. <laughs> Where's your sense of adventure? Sit tight. Don't bother anything. I'll be right back. No sense of adventure, huh? Anybody dispatch a chicken? Uh, dispatch, huh? No, you, you call it what it is, premeditated murder. The chicken's minding his own business, just pecking at the ground. And you ease up from behind it. Swoosh! You got the bird in the air, twirling it by its neck, and then... You set it down, it runs around. The chicken in, in, in ten kinds of pain, looking at the world sideways, wondering what the hell is going on. Then it flops over dead. You just remember, <laughs> one day you will be judged. <laughs> By whom? <laughs> Foghorn, leghorn, or some other bird. I don't know. <laughs> what I can't figure out is how a girl from Bennett College learned how to kill a chicken. Man, it was a challenge, but Miss Liza specialized in miracles. She had the patience of a saint. Bless her heart. <laughs> Wait, what? What's tickling you? Oh, I was thinking about the first time Miss Liza made me kill a chicken. Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't keep a hold of it. It kept flipping out of my hands, and then it got in the house, and it took us all morning to bait it out. Miss Liza said we'd starve to death waiting on me to kill that chicken. <laughs> but I finally got the hang of it. <laughs> I won't front. If I had to kill one of them bad boys, nah, we'd be strict vegans. Well, the hardest thing to get used to was draining and storing the blood. Ooh, storing it for what? The initiation ceremonies. Initiation ceremonies? This don't sound right. It's not for the neophytes. It's for the spirits. What kind of spirits? Oh, all kinds. Miss Liza would say the spirits get angry because they're threatened by the unfamiliar. The unfamiliar what? New people, such as yourself. The unfamiliar makes them restless, violent. They even frighten the bears. They're that bad? Without a doubt. They rise up in the graveyard after sundown and roam the land. Where's the graveyard? Oh, it's about a quarter mile from here. But you, you don't have to worry about the spirits. It's the haint that wreak the real havoc. What in the world is a haint? It's an evil spirit. A haint will consume your body and soul without warning. Have you actually seen this happen? Kendra. Mm -hmm. hey. Mm -hmm. hey! Hey, 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 quit that! <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> oh, shit! You are too... <laughs> 
wrong shit. Know that? <laughs> Selwyn, you are so much fun. Well, let's not have your amusement be at my expense. Well, I'll try to behave. What are you doing? What does it look like? Like you jacking up the greens? How am I jacking them up? You don't cut greens, you tear them. Says who? Everybody knows that. Cutting them makes them cook more evenly, and it also makes them more visually appealing. <laughs> it don't matter what they look like. What they taste like is what counts. Tearing them retains their flavor. You made that up. It's common knowledge. Damn. You down here in the dirty south and you don't know that? Well, I'm cooking them, so I'm cutting them. Then let me cook them. You won't be stirring in any of my pots. Oh, I can burn, let me tell you. When I build my house, I'm having my patio enclosed so I can cook out year-round. I'm getting a state-of-the-art barbecue grill, top-of-the-line turkey fry. Excuse me, sir. What's up? I hate to interrupt you, but I need my special seasoning. Would you kindly reach in the middle coffee can on the second shelf and take out the pouch with the red twist tie on it? <laughs> Will do. I don't see it. It's the one with the red twist tie on it. Mm, there's not one pouch in here. Just looks like letters and bills. Give me that. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me help you pick this all up. Will you get away? What's this? Southwest Alabama Cosmetic Reconstruction and Breast Implantation? Nosy ass. Give me that. Oh, no, no, no. It's cool. You don't have to be embarrassed. I'm not. Yeah, the women get boosted up now, like, to get their hair done. I don't want to talk about it. Why don't you go out back and make sure you got all the wood stacked? You might want to avoid the word stacked. <laughs> what? Why, why? Oh, you can tease me, but I can't tease you. I was wondering why those puppies were so still. They don't have the bounce of a normal woman. <laughs> I am a normal woman, you idiot. I had cancer. You? Yeah. I had cancer. Hey, I didn't know. Now you do. Um, I'm gonna go out. Well, you don't have to be afraid. It's not contagious. Yeah, yeah, but, I, you know, I don't want to crowd you. I shouldn't have yelled at you. You didn't know. Look, forget it. Oh, well, where are you going? To work on my car. It's too hot to be fooling with your car. Well, I need to charge my phone and, and make a couple of calls, too. Are you calling Tori? It's probably a good time to, to catch her. I'm from Chicago. What? You asked me where I was from, remember? Oh, yeah. I'm originally from South Shore, but I was raised in Winnetka. Oh, Winnetka, that's, uh, that's kind of well-to-do, isn't it? My parents would only have the best. And wh what were your parents like? Uh, they were just everyday folks. What did they do? Uh, my pops worked on the assembly line at Dodge, Maine. Uh, moms worked on the line at Hostess. Your mother was a hostess? She wasn't a hostess. She she worked on the production line at Hostess Cakes. The Twinkies, Snowballs, Ding Dongs. I'll bet you and your sister love that. and I I'm sure your mother brought home lots of treats. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, it it's kind of ironic your sister wound up being a dentist. There must have been plenty of cavities between the two of you growing up. My phone is down to one bar. I I'd better get to the car and, and charge it in case Tori calls. Well, I thought you were calling her. You said you were going to call Tori. Either way, we need to talk. Right. I'm sure you do. Don't let me keep you. Right. Terranum retains the flavor.
We'll see. This episode was adapted from the original stage play, Dauphin Island, by Jeffrey Chastain. Jeffrey is a Michigan-based playwright whose work has been produced by Passage Theatre Company in Trenton, New Jersey, Detroit Repertory Theatre, the Alabama Shakespeare Festival in Montgomery, Alabama, and Plowshares Theatre Company in Detroit, Michigan. His play, Under Siege, is currently in development with Purple Rose Theatre Company in Chelsea, Michigan. This episode was co-produced by Isle of Shoals Productions Incorporated, a 501c3 not-for-profit home for the performing arts. You can learn more at isleofshoals.org. This episode was also co-produced by Kiff Vandenheuvel. Kiff is the creator and host of All Over VoiceOver with Kiff VH, a hilarious and informative weekly podcast that brings some of the most prolific voice actors working in animation, video games, and commercials into the studio to discuss their careers and processes. You may also have heard Kiff's voice in video games like Bioshock Infinite, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Star Wars Squadrons. The voice of Kendra was Sherry Vandenheuvel. Cherry is an award-winning stage actor, voiceover artist, and writer. Some of her awards include Best Actress at the Stage Raw Awards for the role of Rita in I Go Somewhere Else, and the Best Ensemble Award at the NAACP Theatre Awards for Flyin' West at ICT Long Beach. You may recognize Sherry's voice from the recently released The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. The voice of Selwyn was Esau Pritchett, Esau is an actor who's graced stages from Broadway to the Midwest to the Deep South. He's a Los Angeles Drama Critics Circle Award nominee, and you may recognize him from TV shows like Iron Fist and Prodigal Son, which is currently streaming its second season on FX Now and Hulu. 